Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Travis, host of the THK Show, coming to you live from the base of America's Mountain in colorful Colorado. Um, just a forewarning for this episode, I'm probably going to make it a little bit shorter. Um, I know my last week's episode was short too, unfortunately. Um, but I've been really busy this week with midterms, and I promised in last week's episode, or the last episode I did, episode 5, um, I promised that the next episode I would do would be a little bit longer to make up for lost time, because in the last episode I was 10 minutes shorter, so, well, this episode 2, unfortunately, is going to be short, it's just with midterms this week and everything else. Been really busy, so unfortunately I don't have much time, and I will have to kind of, again, cut this one short so I can have more time to do some other tests. Um, but I promise, because I'm a man of my word, when I do have some free time next week for my seventh episode, I'll probably do maybe one that's like an hour, maybe an hour and a half or so. So a little bit longer there, because again, this one's going to be kind of shorter too, even though there's there's a bunch I do want to cover today, and I don't know if I'll be able to get to all of it. Um, hopefully I will be able to, and who knows, maybe I'll lose track of time, and, and uh, maybe I'll just go for the entire hour. But just be warned ahead of time that this episode might, again, be a little bit shorter. It's just, again, with midterms and everything like that. It's just I really don't have the time for it. So some, uh, geez, where do I even want to start today? <laughs> There's so many good news stories to talk about. Um, hmm. Okay, we'll start with this one, because this one made me laugh quite a bit when I did see it. So... President Putin, obviously Vladimir Putin, um, he asked, well, I guess he initiated, or not initiate. How, how should I put this? I, I guess he asked Joe Biden to do a live conference with him, like a live virtual conference, um, because I, I don't know the entire reasoning behind it, but it's interesting because... Obviously, Biden's not going to do it live with Vladimir Putin. There's no way that ever happened. I mean, unless it's like two secret, um, like Kamala Harris and some other secret, you know, like people that can, you know, quick read out what Vladimir Putin's going to say ahead of time, which can't happen, which is the kind of joke part about it, because um, it just goes to show, obviously, that Vladimir Putin even knows what's going on with Biden and how things are here in America with pretty much a president that's not really being a president. I mean, he, he, he's not doing, I mean, again, he still hasn't done a press conference at all in his first 57, 58 days in office, which is unheard of. I think right now it's at the longest it's ever been for a president not to have a press conference. And it's just kind of Putin is really kind of exploiting Biden here because he's pretty much calling Biden on his BS. And it's, for the most part, kind of saddening knowing that we have a president that's pretty much being shadowed and has to read off a teleprompter, can't go off script, because I know I mentioned it before, but if Donald Trump ever won off script, you wouldn't even know he was going off script. He'd go off script and then somehow, in some way, maneuver his way back on his script flawlessly. You'd have never known that he, well, I mean, sometimes you can tell, obviously, when he's, you know, interacting with the crowd and stuff, which is always, which was always fun to see, and you don't see Biden doing that. He'd be like, hey, I know you. I mean, that's kind of Biden is. There's like, hey, look at that sign over there. <laughs> but anyways, it's just Biden without his teleprompter, without his special aides or his secret aides that are, you know, kind of behind the camera right next to the teleprompter. He, he can't have a functioning 
you know, speech or anything like that. And it's just interesting because even his, in his prime time, um, when he pretty much discussed the one year anniversary about the coronavirus, he was still, I mean, it was better. But then again, this was all stage. He's been memorizing that speech. Uh, who knows? Probably for the 24 7 for the past couple of days, just so he would have it down. But, anyways, if he tried doing that with Putin, it just. Oh, my. Oh, it's, it's just interesting. That's all I can say. And it's just funny how our. To me, Russia isn't a huge enemy. If the biggest enemy the United States is currently facing, it's China. But, anyways, if Russia can detect this, you can for sure bet that China and obviously North Korea, if you didn't hear today, made a threat. Because um, they also think, well, Biden's like an illegitimate president. He's not the true president of the United States. But if our enemies are thinking this. I mean, it's it, it's just scary. Um, sorry, I, my iPad was still playing music, so it went to the next song. It's like, whoa, what is this? But getting back to the point, if our enemies are knowing this, you know, how Biden is and what's going on with the White House and everything, I, I, I mean, who knows what they'll start doing? Oh, it, it's just, it's scary, folks. That's all I can say, knowing... The uncertainty, because we have a president that is incapable to be president, because he has for sure dementia, and I've also heard other things that he might have Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Whether that is true, who knows? But nonetheless, it is still scary to think that, again, we have this type. And it's not going to get much better, too, if Kami... <laughs> I like that name, Kami Harris. I don't know... I don't know where I heard that, but she is practically a communist. Um, but Kami Harris, maybe that's that's the new nickname we'll give her for the rest, I guess, forever how this show is on. We'll call her Kami Harris. But if Kami Harris became, I mean, things are already going to get worse. The, I mean, <laughs> it's so, she went, She was a terrible attorney general in California. She was locking away innocent minorities for petty crimes, such as, as I mentioned before in previous episodes, for pretty much like drug possession and like the very minor, like for example, possession of marijuana or cannabis. The exact same thing, obviously different names, but she locked them away for years on end. And I think there were even stories about people getting like life sentences because obviously California had this three strikes law. And if you don't know what that is, it was pretty much three strikes when you're out. If you commit, you know, three different crimes, it was usually, it's usually felonies. Yeah, on the third or after the third strike, you're done. You know I mean, you're pretty much locked away in prison for the rest of your life, unfortunately. And now there were people out there that were on their, you know, like last strike. They had one more opportunity, and obviously they got caught. And again, some of these other strikes, too, could have been, you know, just simple drug possession, you know, if they were cooperating and stuff like that, good for them. Um, but it could have been, you know, just them possessing cannabis before it was legalized out there and they'd be locked away in prison. And again, most of these people were minorities. And the reason I kind of chuckled there, because obviously you see Kami Harris, you know, being out there saying, oh, I support, you know, the unspoken voice of the minorities that can't be heard. Well, it's like, you do realize you were the same one too, making them not be heard by locking them away. And somehow a lot of people just don't realize this and it's kind of scary too. But anyways, if Kami Harris became press president, it'd be, oh my God. I honestly, and I, I, I would not want to see it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a few states, you know, say, yeah, we're not, no way. Because <laughs> you know she'd start implementing laws and executive orders. Obviously, the president can't implement a law that has to go through legislative. They can only sign it. 
But anyways, I gotta rephrase from saying anyways too. Um, hang on, I'm gonna take a quick water break. But anyways, what I was, <laughs> I just said it too. However, I, <laughs> nah, that's my other substitute word, I guess. Getting back to the point, if you'd start seeing states kind of not follow suit with what Kami Harris is, you know, doing. I mean, the worst thing you could see, and I would never want to see it, would be secession. Obviously, if a state's going to secede, it'd probably be Texas or Florida first. And I wouldn't be surprised, because you know, especially if they get passed, because I, I honestly don't think Biden's going to be in there much longer. There's no way he can function for another four years. And like I said before, they're going to make it look like the saddest thing to ever happen, even though it's what they had planned the entire time. But the scary, there are scary bills in the House right now, and if they ever got passed and made its way to the pres or the desk of the president, such as HR one twenty seven, which is pretty much their quote unquote voter integrity, which would pretty much it would hand them every single election, and that right there, I mean, that's just another stage to becoming a socialist communist country, and the other one, it was HR one, I think. I don't know the entire story behind or like what really HR1 was but I know that's another big bill too that they're talking about but anyways if this got to you know Kami Harris did become president you know she would sign it right away and it would pretty much screw up this country forever and that right there like how I was talking about secession before that's when I would truly think we'd start seeing states rise up to our federal government like states again like Texas Florida any pretty much any southern state that's conservative would you know not be for this at all or to working your way into the midwest such as you know like kansas nebraska north and south dakota you I mean you'd start seeing them secede and i honestly wouldn't blame them because if you're going to take away voter integrity you're pretty much destroying the entire principle why this country was founded so you could have a voice to be represent represented and obviously another thing they're going to try pushing too is the proposal of making D.C. a state. And it says when they created the District of Columbia, it wasn't supposed to be a state. It was supposed to be where the head of government is located. I forgot. Again, I wish I could do show prep, but I can't because I'm really strict on time. If I can make this a full-time career, I definitely could. But unfortunately, I just don't know if this show is going to take off. But anyways, getting back to the point. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I kind of lost my point. Oh, see, that's what happens when I lose track. I'm sure you folks have kind of noticed that's a recurring theme. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we start seeing states secede, and, you know, not... Because, again, the other big thing that we really see, and obviously you know, and it, this is another thing I kind of want to talk about, too, is, you know, mass shootings and stuff like that. If they even attempted to take away the Second Amendment, or even pretty much infringe on it even further, I guarantee you're going to, again, start seeing states not putting up with that. And at worst, because, again, I don't want to see it. I mean, I love this country with a passion. It is God's country. It is the greatest country on this planet, and it is the greatest country this planet will ever see, hands down. But if we start seeing succession, I mean... You'd start seeing, and obviously it would eventually lead into a civil war, and I'm obviously I'm sure you folks are aware, but this country has never been this divided since the civil war, and it's scary to think that that could be a possibility. And again, no one wants it to happen, but when you start seeing these liberals taking away fundamental rights, oh, I knew what I was getting back to earlier, but I'll get to that because I won't uh, forget it. But when you start seeing liberals take away fundamental rights, 
you're going to start seeing people rise up. And this is what I wanted to talk about earlier when I lost my point. The reason the founding fathers, you know, <laughs> declare their independence from the UK was because they didn't have representation or, or pretty much, you know, they were being taxed to who knows what without, again, the proper representation. That's kind of what we're seeing here, too, is that, you know, <laughs> the Democrats don't care about you. They just want their money. They're going to start passing laws that don't doesn't support the American way of life, that supports only their way of life. And once we start seeing this, well, we can already see it. You just know this country's going to go down the rabbit hole even quicker. So the next point I kind of wanted to talk to talk about talk to you about. Oh, sorry, it's just. Anyways, it's the mass shooting that occurred in Atlanta, and yes, it is a tragic mass shooting. Unfortunately, I mean, you can never promote mass shootings. There's no good to come of them whatsoever. But the funny thing about it is how. The guy that did it, I forgot what his name was. It was, was it like Lance Lloyd or something? Or not Lance, not Lance Lloyd, but it was either his, like his first name was Lance or his first name was Lloyd or maybe his last name was Lloyd. But he described himself when he was testifying to police or, you know, um, being interrogated by the police that he was a sex addict, which is a first, I guess. I haven't seen that before, uh, you know, for a motive for a mass shooting. But guess what the liberals and Democrats played right away? You guessed it, the race card. They obviously thought, now what the mainstream media, the lamestream, the fake news media, they're all saying, oh, this was attack on Asians. And, you know, Asian Americans are being, you know, they're not, they're pretty much going to, pretty much treating them as, you know, um, black people, unfortunately, that they can't help them help themselves, that they need the help from the federal government, even though, too, this was an attack on Asians. It was just pretty much a mass shooting that just occurred. And it's funny how, again, the media just tries to play the race card because, you know, for sure, they're trying to split this country. Race has never been, well, I should never say never. I mean, there's always been, you know, racial tensions and stuff like that, especially during, like, the Civil War and then during the 1960s. But if you say, let's say, mm, let's just say, like, the early 2000s or something like that. I mean, I don't think, but this country is united. It didn't, again, it didn't care, because I know I mentioned this on the other show, it didn't care if you were black, Asian, Hispanic, or white. Other people saw you as an American, I mean, that's, again, how it should be. But the liberals and Democrats don't think like that. They think, oh, you're, you know, you're just an Asian, and you're just a black, and you're just a Hispanic, and if you're white, you're a bigot. You're a racist. No, that's not how it is. But again, the biggest thing I could recommend to you folks is turn off, and I'm sure you've been told this numerous times, is turn off the mainstream media. Only watch your local news. I mean, so at least that way you're kind of informed. Because even depending on your local news, too, it could be biased. Obviously, if you're from New York, you know right there, right then in the hair, it's going to be biased. Or if you're watching your news, your local news from uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley, oh, I, I couldn't even imagine living there. You know it's going to be biased to a liberal agenda. But if you just live in Central America, and when I mean Central, obviously like the heartland here of America... You know, for the most, because even in Madison, too, I mean, from where I grew up, not here in the Springs, obviously, even in Madison, you could tell there was kind of a liberal agenda on the news. And obviously, Madison's the most liberal city in the entire state of Wisconsin. But it, it, it wasn't real obvious. It wasn't like they're truly pushing agenda. And that's why I always do kind of recommend watch just your local news. 
if there's anything big that happens, they'll inform you, obviously, like the mass shooting that occurred in Atlanta. But for the most part, they'll report you on your local news, so at least you're informed of what's going on in your local community. But you won't be getting this BS like you get from the mainstream media. Sorry about that there. Um, but anyways, it's that's the thing I would recommend. But getting back to the point with this Atlanta shooting... It is, it's why, why do you have to play the race card right away? Why do you think it was racially motivated? Why is every single attack that happens somehow have to be racially motivated? But as soon as if, let's say a minority did this, like for example, an Asian or a Hispanic or black, you know, did a mass shooting or like the shootings they do in Chicago, you don't cover it at all. It's only when usually your white person does a mass shooting, and again, it's not, it might not be directed towards minorities. There might be minorities killed in this mass attack or this mass shooting, but they weren't the primary target. But then again, the mainstream media is still going to declare, oh, it was a hate crime. You know, he was racist and, you know, he has to, you know, <laughs> he did it because he was angry or he didn't like minorities or he was a white supremacist when almost not 100% of the time, but majority of the time, that isn't the case. They wanted to hurt people, and it just so happens there are minorities there too. And what I do feel kind of bad about too, there are also two white people that died in that shooting, but you're not going to hear about them at all. You're not going to hear about, you know, how their lives were or what their family has to say. You're only going to hear it from the families of the Asians that were hurt. And now I'm sure you're going to see like an ALM, like Asian Lives Matter, you know, pretty much something like to the Black Lives Matter. I mean, to me, why they were saying Black Lives Matter, I mean, you're discriminating against the other races out there. You're not including, like, Native Americans. You're not including Hispanics, Asians, or any other minority. It's pretty much, oh, you know, it's just our lives matter. You're, you're, you other minorities, you're not important. Only, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the hypocrisy behind it, and it's uh, it's just interesting, and I, I guess we'll just kind of end it there. So for my next point, I should have tied this in when I was talking about Biden earlier. But if you didn't see it, and I'm sure you have, again, usually everything I'm going to report, you've probably already heard of. It's just my you know, take on it. Um, I guess that's mainly not the main premise of the show, but it's definitely a big factor. But anyway, <laughs> it was Biden, and he was coming out to do like an interview with re these reporters. But if you didn't notice when he's doing this, and I can't, there's many different, I think ABC was the first one to actually, you know, kind of put this up and then the other kind of people followed suit. But anyways, you can see Biden's hand clip in, cause it just proves there's a green screen there, but you can see Biden's hand kind of clip through this microphone. Cause for a second it's behind it, but for another second it jumps in front of it. It kind of cuts through it too. And you can tell it's not like his hand was originally behind it and then he moved his hand over. No, it kind of just went right through the microphone. And there was another thing too, if you look kind of between his right arm he kind of makes like almost like you know the little triangle as if you're holding your arms out but he's not really holding his arms out they're kind of more inwards but you can see this kind of like flickering and stuff like that as if there was a green screen and then the other thing too you can really see is that when Biden, I forgot the exact timestamp and I, I mean I didn't even list the other timestamps but I know there's timestamps for these events but if you look too, I, I think it's when he's walking away or when he's coming 
back or when like he's walking towards you but you can see his hair just kind of fizzle like it kind of cuts the top of his scalp off for like a brief second i mean you got to look at it really closely but the other thing too you can notice obviously with a green screen and if you're in front unless you have a really proper crew i mean like the best in the industry you're gonna see this like you know kind of fizzle stuff you know that little fizzly thing around you knowing that you're cropped out i mean i remember doing like green screen projects and stuff in high school and middle school and it was just the biggest pain to kind of because you have to go i mean you're pretty much at a single pixel or even smaller than a pixel trying to cut those out and it was just a poor job but again it just shows that we probably have an illegitimate and he could be doing this from a basement or from somewhere secret because what's also interesting too in that exact same video you can hear what sounds like a helicopter you know blades you know not firing up they're already spinning but when the camera pans to the helicopter that's parked on the white house lawn the blades aren't spinning so unless there's another helicopter in the area which i kind of highly doubt believe believe because why would you need two on the lawn there's always that one i think and then you have the other kind of flying formation that way there's you know three of them so people don't know you know just like with the beast you know you don't exactly know which helicopter the president's on but it's stuff like that too it's like it just it makes you think really what's going on and to me again it's just fascinating how you know how how are we letting this happen <laughs> oh it, it, it's just interesting ladies and gentlemen that's all i can say um so let's get into another news story here um i have a few uh unlike last time my ipad isn't dead so that's good so i can actually kind of pull the stories up i kind of have saved let's just see Ooh, let's just see so i already talked about that oh oh here we go here we go <laughs> so this i guess the topic i mean it's gonna be quite a few it might probably it might lead us to the end of the show i was originally thinking maybe 30 minutes but who knows i think this might last for you know another when i say 30 minutes obviously the sh entire show being 30 minutes i think right now we're at yeah we're at 22 minutes almost 22 minutes and a half i think this is probably going to carry us out to the end of the show again sorry it's so short maybe who knows maybe it'll <laughs> maybe it'll bring us to like 45 minutes and then we're close to a full show but the first things first obviously the border crisis it's a crisis and the biden administration and commie harris might deny it as much as they want and obviously pelosi's gonna deny it. but we have a crisis at the border and it's just funny how when we had donald trump as president we didn't have this crisis because we were building up a wall we were giving the proper you know funding to our border patrol so they could properly handle these type of situations and as soon as biden becomes president obviously all the uh, everything trump did for the wall and border security biden pretty much kind of repealed it and now we're having a mass influx and caravans coming up here and we don't have any place for them so they're being stored in these cages shipping containers and who who else knows why i mean i've heard various things and obviously I'm, I'm sure you have heard too that they've been sleeping on the floor not having showers for weeks on end it's horrendous or it's just disgusting what's going on down there and we have a president and a government right now that's not wanting to contribute to it at all and the funny thing is too that biden just said 
Oh, what, what? It was something along the lines of don't come or something like that. And obviously Donald Trump has been saying that the entire time. The media bashed him left and right for it. But when Biden says it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we sh they shouldn't come because right now, you know, there's... And they won't say it's a crisis. They'll say, we're just having a mass influx of people, you know, coming up at the border and we can't handle it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and I, I'm sure I'm I'm almost certain you in the audience know this, but at least what of there I guess are in the audience because I still don't think there's much. But I'm sure you can tell that the media is obviously you know they're biased. You can tell what side they're on, but it's it's just so fast, and it's always these kids too that are coming across. Why don't we hear about their parents at all? It's like, oh, these, you know, mass influx of kids and, you know, all these kids in cages, which obviously the Obama administration started. Mainstream media likes to blame the Democrats, likes to blame the Republicans, but more specifically Trump for it. But why aren't we hearing anything about the adults? Why aren't we hearing anything about trying to reunite these kids with these adults? Why are, why is somehow these kids all by themselves? And why haven't we actually seen a proper you know, not investigation, but someone to go down there that is at least on our side as a conservative. I mean, there's been a few, I think, but none have actually, I think, been inside these facilities. I, I could be wrong there, too. I, I don't know for certain. It's just, again, I don't really pay attention to the mainstream media and all this information. I just have to kind of pick up on my own in my free time. But still, we... We should have a thorough investigation of the Biden administration on how they're handling this crisis at the border. Again, they're going to not deny it left and right that it's not a crisis, but it is. You don't. If it if it wasn't a crisis, you wouldn't have kids sleeping on the floor and in shipping containers. That right there is a crisis. And again, they're going to deny it left and right, but it is a crisis on our hands. But it's just why are they denying it? And where are these parents for these kids? There's no way that these kids just made this journey by themselves from Central America to North, well, to the United States. It's just impossible. And to me, I feel bad because you know these kids right now, and excuse my language here, but you know they're scared shitless. They don't know what's going on. They don't know how their future is going to be. I mean, they don't even know what the next hour of their life is going to be. And obviously, I'm sure you've heard from kind of reports and stuff that there's been a handful of crying because, again, most of these kids are probably well below the age of, you know, I would say anywhere from 12, maybe 11 or 10. You know, they can't fend for themselves. And it's just they're going through these just terrible conditions right now and we're not helping them. And, yeah, it's just I feel so bad for them right now. And obviously, again, we don't have a, a government that's going to help them whatsoever. But also speaking about administration, too. Give me just a second, folks. I'm going to take a quick water break. <laughs> oh, man, water always hits the spot. <laughs> Especially when your throat's dry. I'm getting back to the point, no point now um apparently the house just passed a bill that would allow two million uh what was it maybe it was maybe it we'll just say two million i thought it was, maybe it was like 2.5 2.6 million but we'll stick with 2.5 million but what the and again this may sound like i'm actually going against what i just said before but i'm not 
So the the House just passed a thing that would allow citizenship for 2.5 million illegals. Again, they're coming here illegally. <laughs> but anyways, ah, again, I got to rephrase from saying anyways. You, I guess you should see my research paper <laughs> a little bit more better than what I'm not constantly saying anyways. However, getting back to the point, they're granting citizenship to two, we'll just, again, we'll stick with two million illegal, you know, they said dreamers and stuff like that, which are like kids anywhere from 18 or below, uh, pretty much anyone uh, minor. But the other thing is too, and again, this may sound like they shouldn't have passed that. If you're going to be helping out these kids, and I don't know too if these are the kids in cages and stuff like that, or if they came here with their parents and stuff like that, and they're just, you know, dispersed throughout the country, but they should file for citizenship legally because you know and this is to me what always if there's one thing that grinds my gears they're going to be living off welfare they're going to get all these benefits that we don't get for just being citizens of the united states so they're pretty much having the easy life and what i've always thought too is maybe i should just quick jump into mexico and then flee back into america and say i don't have a passport or you know a driver's license or anything thing like that and just say oh you know i was born in mexico and stuff like that and just see how far i can get and how much benefits i can get obviously there no i'm probably going to be an american but again they're not going to be able to prove it because if they ask for like my social or drive i mean i'm not gonna have it just like a lot of these people don't but it's just that i mean that kind of right there is just showing you you're gonna have a better life in this country for the most part again not entirely but if you come here legally, you're almost going to have a better life because you'll have welfare. You'll have all these other kind of things that help you, you know, a reduction in taxes or almost paying no taxes. Uh, if you're going to a four-year, the tuition is going to be a, a lot less expensive because there's going to be all these scholarships for you that doesn't apply to anyone else, unfortunately, and you're almost guaranteed to get them. And I'm sure, too, the government's kind of helping out with that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I just spilled my water all over me. Oh, man. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, anyways, the show must go on. We, I mean, like I said before, this is a live show. You mean you got to keep going. I don't have time to clean up. And it doesn't look like it got any on anything too important other than a few of my boxes here and stuff like that. Um, oh, well, again, the show must go on. <laughs> Now I kind of lost my point. There goes my water for the rest of the show. Oh, man. God, no. Oh, man, I lost... just lost my point. I don't even know where to go. I know I was talking about... Immig oh, yeah. I know what I was talking about. So, it, it's just fascinating how, again, if you come here legally and they grant you citizenship by coming here illegally, you're going to have an easier life than someone that's here legally and who knows too that person that's here i guess legally or could have been born as they could be homeless right now and not getting anything meanwhile again you have these people coming up illegally that are going to get all these benefits and the big key word is illegal again if i did something like let's say i went out and stabbed somebody should i just get a pardon be because oh even though it's illegal we'll just ignore that, that again that's pretty much how it is with illegal immigration if you come it Ah, oh, it, it's just so fascinating how these people provide all these benefits to people, again, that are coming here illegally. I can't stress that enough that they're coming here illegally, yet they're getting more benefits than people that were 
you know, natural born citizens are coming here. And that's the thing I always feel bad for too, is that the people that went through the process that took almost two years, because I know, I think the backup or the wait times are quite a bit now with COVID too, the wait times are even more to become a citizen. But it's just, uh, I, it, uh, to me, it's just, it, I, I feel so bad for those people that had to wait all this time or still waiting to become a legal citizen, how it should be. And I, th I mean, doing it the natural way, how it should be done. And uh, it's, I, I'm hoping that those people kind of just see the, oh, what term should I use? Just the kind of bias that the Democrats have and liberals have. They support people that are pretty much breaking the law and they don't support people that are law abiding. To me, that's the philosophy of the Democrats and liberals that they're, they don't support the law. They want to break the law. And obviously we've seen that numerous times with them. And unfortunately, we're probably going to, sorry about the mic, I'm just kind of making sure how my water spilled and stuff, but unfortunately, we're still going to see, you know, just them breaking laws and stuff like that. So let's get into another story that kind of went quicker than I thought it would. Um, how much time we got? We got 33 minutes. Maybe I'll shoot for 40 or so. I, um, I know I've still got a few other news stories, and that also gives me time quick while I'm doing these news stories just to make sure nothing important got wet. Um... I have quite a bit of stuff around where I'm sitting. Oh, let's see. Do I have anything here? Hopefully I do. Hopefully I do. It's just like... I mean, I kind of group it. I mean, it's just all these... Because it's just on like a note document. Really is what it is. Or like the notepad. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, this one's going to be kind of quick too. And then maybe we'll get into another story. Oh, okay. I got two of them. I got two of them. Good. Okay, so we'll be good for that. I just can't forget the second one, so hopefully I won't forget that. Oscars, that's what we're, that's going to be the second topic. So we'll just come back into that, or your award ceremonies. But my first topic, another thing dealing with Biden, just how he's unfit to be president, he again called Kami Harris President Kami Harris. <laughs> and obviously we've seen before Kami Harris herself has called Kami Harris it's just another instance of who's really calling the shots at the White House. Is it Biden? Is it Kami Harris? Is it someone else? Is it someone in the U.S. Capitol, such as um, Nancy Pelosi and her weird Fruit Loop drunk... Oh, well, she's just drunk half the time because she knows what's going to come to her someday. And I'm not saying that as a threat or anything like that. Don't get... <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me right. It's just when I say when she gets voted out, because I know if you take that out of context, it sounds like, oh, yeah, that's a threat to her. No, it's just the threat is that she's going to be voted out of office at some point because, well, she's in San, she represents San Francisco, too. So we might not see that happen, unfortunately. Or is it, you know, Chuck Schumer, too? Is he calling the shots of what's going on in the White House? No one really knows, and that's the scary thing, too, and I kind of was elaborating on this when I was first talking about it. No one really knows who's running the White House right now. Obviously, it's supposedly, it's supposed to be Biden, but is he? After making statements, and I think this is like his second or third time calling Kamala, oh, I can't say Kamala, I gotta say Kamala, God. <laughs> they're, they're trying to get to me. Um... But anyways, who's calling the shots? And it, it's scary knowing that our pre our current president most likely isn't actually the president. Yeah, he has the title of president, but is he actually the, the, the president? 
No, I don't think so. I've heard stories, too, of, like, his day starts at, like, oh, what was it? And, again, you got to take these with a grain of salt because you can't really prove them. But how it starts at, I think, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. He has, like, breakfast and, you know, stuff like that. And then he has, like, lunch. And then he has a little nappy time. And then, obviously, he'll do other daily presidential stuff and then i think i also heard by eight o'clock he's in bed so 11 hour day when the president when pretty much from the time they get up to the time they go to bed which is usually uh i would say about 13 14 hours a day they're working but with biden he's really short stepping i mean he's pretty much you know almost doing a I mean, he's not doing the entire work. And it's just scary, again, that we don't really have um, a true, should I say it, a true president. And it's just Biden's not, he has a title of president, but is he actually doing the duties faithfully of the president? No, I, I don't believe he is at all. Uh, but I guess getting to my next point, that was one, that one was kind of short, too. Um, we'll talk about, um, glad I didn't forget it, because I'm sure I probably would have, would have been the Oscars, and or Oscars. I don't know if that's the one coming up, or the Grammys. Is that the one they just, <laughs> I think they just had the Grammys, and the Oscars are coming up. Either way, the Grammys apparently, or maybe it was the Oscars before, no one cares about these shows, and if you do, you're just buying into all the mainstream media bullcrap, and the Hollywood elite, you know, like, oh, I'm better than you, you're worse than me, watch me get this award award for doing practically nothing. But I think the Grammys were down, oh, what was it? It was like 53, 54%, which to me is great, because if you're still watching these Hollywood morons get awards just and then trying to brag about it in front of you and saying, oh, yeah, look how much better I am than you and look how much more richer I am than you. I mean, you're falling into their BS for the most part. And again, I don't know why people would ever want to watch. Their lives don't impact you at all. I mean, yeah, the only instance you could say they really impact you is if they make a movie or a song you like. But otherwise, them just doing their day-to-day routine and then posting about on social media, it's like, oh, look how good I am. You know, look at my big house. Look at my... Uh, you know, my makeup and all this other crap that I just spent a thousand dollars. Because you know those Hollywood, especially those, you know, women out there, the Hollywood women, they're spending upwards to three, four thousand dollars on makeup, and then without it, obviously, they don't look anything like. It's just pretty much, pretty much a cover up for them because they know they look hideous and they have to use makeup to look somewhat decent. And sometimes makeup doesn't always do them justice to them, can even make them worse. Or like plastic surgery too. I mean, there's plastic people in Hollywood that have gotten, and I'll get back to the point with the Oscars and stuff and the Grammys, but they're trying to make themselves look good, but who is it? I don't know if it's Dolly Parton or or Parton, whatever her last name is, but there, I know there's a celebrity out there that got, um, you know, plastic surgery as when they were younger, but now they look so hideous. You can't, they look terrible. And obviously you can't reverse plastic surgery. I don't even know if you can get plastic surgery on top of plastic surgery. That might be a thing I don't know because I don't care for plastic surgery. And if you're getting it, obviously you're not comfortable with yourself. And again, you're probably a Hollywood elite that has to, you know, appeal by all these, you know, certain standards, beauty standards and stuff like that. But, oh, it's just, it's just so fascinating out there that, these people 
have to do all this. And again, they're flashing like, oh, look at or look at my Rolex or look at my, you know, like new suit coat that's from, I don't even know the most expensive suit coat brand, for example, but I'm sure there's one out there. Look at my car that I can afford that you can't. The funniest thing with Hollywood celebrities, and I think this is really when it started plummeting for them when people stopped caring, was at the beginning of the coronavirus, and we were kind of doing all this lockdowns and stuff like that, and they were kind of like, oh, we're in this together with you and stuff like that. And the funny thing is, well, sure, you might be locking down with us, but you have a, like, 20, you know, not a 20 bedroom, that'd be ludicrous maybe like a 10 bedroom house you know with a pool with probably a tennis court with maybe like a single hole for a golf course and stuff like anyways all these luxuries that your average american isn't gonna afford and it was just funny like oh yeah we're in this together with you even though we have all this stuff and you don't it's like <laughs> really you're, you're gonna try i mean they were pretty much just promoting their own self-image and look and again promoting hey look at how much better i am than you um and to me, I've always kind of hated celebrities. Granted, there are a few good ones out there. I mean, that's with anyone. But, there, I mean, the few good ones, are they're covered up, unfortunately. And you don't hear about them because you only hear about, like, the stupid ones, too. Like, for example, we'll get into this. And, again, I'm really straying away. But, hey, I think we might get to maybe we're almost close to 45 minutes. Maybe we'll get to a full hour of the show. But was the... Uh, and obviously, the left is canceling everything left and right, like Mr. Potato and Dr. Seuss. But it's they. What was it at the Grammys? Maybe it was. I, I know it was some show, but I think it was Cardi B and someone else. But they they're doing this provocative dance. Sorry, my throat's getting dry here with the spilled water and everything. Um, but anyways. They were doing this provocative dance, and it was pretty much this sexual dance on this bed, and it was pretty much Cardi B and this other chick doing this, like, lesbian-type dance stuff, whatever they were doing. And if your kid was watching that, again, I, I would feel sorry for him, but why we're not canceling stuff like that and pretty much campaigning saying, yeah, we don't want, we don't want to see that, but somehow we're campaigning to be canceling Dr. Seuss, a children's author. That doesn't make any sense at all. And it, again, it just shows you that pretty much, to me, my take on it is what the left is trying to do is screw up your kids so they don't think a marriage is between a man and a woman. They think a marriage is whoever it wants to be through. They're also trying to pursue that, hey, it, it's it's okay to be feminine and stuff like that. When no, it's not. If you're a guy, you'd be masculine. If you're a woman, you'd be feminine. That's how, That's how it is. Uh, but anyways, they're just pretty promote. To me, it's they're just promoting softness is what it is, and it's uh, it's just and th again that's why too I'm sure and I, this is kind of a good tying point with how I want to talk about the Grammys. That's just why too I think we see people tuning out Hollywood and stuff like that because they're only putting out crap. They're not promoting or putting out actual material. To me, the golden age, and I think everyone kind of agrees, or even like Hollywood itself, I think I said too, the golden age of Hollywood was during the 40s and 50s. And guess who was in control of Hollywood during the 40s and 50s? Conservatives. Makes sense. They were making better movies, supporting, you know, the American way of life, supporting patriotism. You know, patriotcy for the most part. I don't even know if that's a true word. Maybe it is. But just supporting the American idea. 
However, in these new movies that the left produces, it's pretty much talked about, oh, yeah, how America's a piece of crap and, you know, it's the worst country to be a part of. I mean, I don't, I can't name a specific movie like that, but, you know, they're pushing agendas. And to me, the other thing that really, really grinded my gears, I mean, there's a few things that can, grind, like, really grind my gears, but this was one of them. The stupid talk show host, Trevor Noah on Comedy Central, he was saying, I, I just kind of saw this in a commercial, but he was going on about why do we have to do the national anthem for every sporting event? Other countries do it just for international one. It's like, dude, it's America. We support patriotism. The, it, it's been a thing for I don't know how long. Obviously, since my grand, you know, grandpa and them have been in school, it's always been a thing. You play the national anthem at sporting events. That's just how it is. If you don't like it, Trevor Noah, you can get out of this country and go to like the UK or some other country where they only play it for international events. If you don't like it, get out of here. You don't have to complain about it because this is how America is and we support the... N <laughs> There's people, again, that have fought and died for that right well not for the right you know to have the anthem played at every you know sporting event but that fought and died for that anthem and for you to say oh yeah we shouldn't be having it played at every sporting event you are pretty much destroying their legacy that they built for this country and for the freedoms that we can enjoy for this country uh, and again, that was kind of a small little rant there, but when he said that, yeah, we shouldn't be playing this at every international, or we shouldn't be playing this at every sporting event here nationally, it, it got to me. It's, you can't, how he could even say such a stupid thing, and what also scares me too, because I, I do watch Comedy Central, well, the only show I watch on Comedy Central is South Park. <laughs> I gotta give credit where it's cred credit is due, and I used to watch Tosh.0, I don't know if he's still doing what he does, but anyways... There was another thing is too where he was doing a thing how he was supporting, you know, he was doing this like inner or less virtual class. That's what it was. He was doing a virtual class for kids and he was pretty much asking the parents and stuff, hey, you know, have your kids tune in to our show at, you know, whatever certain time so we can kind of have a virtual class with them. And if he was saying that about our national anthem, just imagine what he was telling our kids. To me, the youth are obviously the future of this country, and I'm still kind of young, too, at 21 years of age. And, I, you know, I still have to do my big contribution to this country. And by that, it's not meaning serving. It's just, you know, living the American way of life. But if, just imagine, and I didn't watch it, but just imagine what he was telling our kids then. It, it's scary. It is very scary. I guess going way back to the Grammys now... And you wonder why people are tuning celebrities out, tuning these award, show, award shows out. People are fed up with them. And it's... I, I just hope more people do it. Because I... Uh, it's... I, I can't stand them. And again, as I mentioned before, there's a few good celebrities out there. Don't get me wrong there. But there's a lot more of them. Almost 90% of them that all put a terrible rap or rap, I should say, not rap, a ter terrible rap on them. And it's just, I don't think we're ever going to see Hollywood have a big change. And I still don't get how the golden age of Hollywood fell. I mean, obviously you had these lefties coming in and stuff like that. But it's just, it's unfortunate. And we need, uh, like, another, <laughs> we need someone like Ronald Reagan to get back into... Well, obviously, we can't have him because, unfortunately, he passed. But, you know, have someone like Ronald Reagan get into Hollywood 
be a staunch conservative. And obviously, too, if you didn't know, Reagan was a Democrat at one point, and then he became a conservative. But have someone with his mindset and his philosophy go into Hollywood, <laughs> run for run for governor, and then run for president. We got close. We got really close like that. Obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger moved to this country from Austria, entered into the pretty much career. Well, obviously, he was uh, Mr. Olympia, and then pretty much bodybuilding and stuff like that, and then he became an actor. I don't really know exactly what his first movies were. I know, for example, the, the uh, exemplar. <laughs> um, but anyways, I know his original movie that really brought him some good fame was obviously, like, the original Terminator. I mean, that's... I, I mean, I love the Terminator. The series, just the first, the first and second movie, that's it. Uh, everything else, to me, is uncanon. But, and then after his successful acting career, he ran for governor after the 2003 recall, and guess what? He became governor. But we need someone like him in Hollywood like that to pretty much, and you do see other Hollywood celebrities out there, like I know Tim Allen, or what, oh, what was his name? Ricky Gervais? Did I pronounce that right? But there was some award ceremony where he just bashed them, and to me it was the funniest thing ever. Obviously, he can't run for president, unfortunately, just because... And the, well, the other thing you could say, too, is that Donald Trump was the Hollywood celebrity that we needed. I mean, yes, he was, you know, he had his show The Apprentice, and he did some other stuff, you know, that involved Hollywood, and then it... Well, you, you could, but we should have someone run for governor in California, too, just because... We need to fix that state, and obviously it's the cancer of the United States for the most part, and it's just a thing we have to, you know, cure for the most part. But pulling back to the Grammys, no, I, I think I've covered what I wanted to. Um, Let's see what we are on time. 49 minutes, so I've gone a lot longer than I wanted to, surprisingly, but hey, it's worth it because I... I love talking politics. I mean, I could do it any day of the week, and I wish I could do it every day of the week. Well, you know, obviously I have Saturday and Sundays off, but five times a week and do it on a radio station where I could just talk to you folks. I mean, I love just getting... I, I, it's funny, too, as a person from Wisconsin, and maybe some of you people know, maybe some don't, but apparently the upper Midwest is, like, really friendly. I mean, there's friendly people all over all over up there and I, I mean I'll testify to that and it's funny too because just being here in Colorado Springs I've had people say wow you know you're a friendly friendly person and stuff like that it's like yeah I was just you know raised like that that's just how we are up there um but I wish I could t and that's why again I really want my like not my well yeah my own radio station um or my own radio show for the most part not my own radio station there's no way I could afford that and know what to do um but that's why too I just wish I could have, you know, an actual radio show, be able to do this more frequently. And then the biggest thing is, as I mentioned in almost every single one of my episodes, is being able to talk to you folks. I mean, it'd, it'd be a dream come true being able to talk to you. And I don't know how to do it just with my broadcast that I do now. I, I, again, it's just it, how I do this is it's just... I have my phone sitting on here. I have my iPad that plays the intro music. Quick turn that down so you don't hear that the entire time. Then I kind of still have my iPad nearby because I do say my news stories. But every audio and everything is just coming through my phone. And then, I don't know. I don't know if the quality is the best through my phone. I mean, from the little like bits I've heard of my own self, it sounds okay. But I know it could be better. But, I mean, the other thing is, too, it would be hard to do a radio show with... 
trying to get a bachelor's degree right now, and then money's tight, so I, I, I don't, I don't know, um, but anyways, I think I'll probably call it, yeah, we're at 52 minutes, we were real close to a full hour, I guess that, that next episode, because usually I have to get to, like, that 59-minute mark, I mean, to me, 59 minutes to that full, like, hour, you know, the 60-minute mark, to me, that's the full episode, so I'm a little short here, and I was a little short in last week's episode, because I, 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 or not last week, well, I guess it was last week, last week, um, but I would recommend don't listen to that unless you really want to, to me, that was the worst broadcast I've ever done, and hopefully will ever do, I was not at full strength, I just had a lot going on at the time, um, so I wouldn't recommend listening to it if you want to, go ahead, again, I don't recommend it, but if you want to, I mean, if you want to listen to all the episodes, feel free to, I can't stop you, and, and I encourage you all to listen to them, it's just, know that my, ah, uh, jeez, was that the fifth episode? Yeah, just know that the fifth episode was the worst one of the show so far. I mean, you could say, too, maybe my first one was, because I didn't really know what was going on. But, hey, I mean, it's you gotta, you just go with the flow, and you learn by your mistakes. Um, but I do appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, for if you listen this far. I mean, you're definitely supporting me. Like, I don't really know if I'm getting that many views or not so far. Uh, the funny thing was, I checked that one person that subscribed to me, they unsubscribe. It, it doesn't affect me in the end. I mean, I'm not hurt about it or anything like that, because how could it really hurt you? I mean, you just go, but hopefully we'll get some other people to tune back in or, you know, have someone want to listen to the show every day. Um, but again, thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to the show. I still, I still don't have any outro music. I've been saying that after every, pretty much the end bit of my, um, show is that I still can't find the, a good outro music to do. I was thinking about doing Light My Fire by the Doors, because if you didn't realize, Light My Fire by the Doors was actually my first intro song for my first episode, but then it's like, okay, let's go with Eminence Front, because I do like that song, it has that kind of nice little groove to it, plenty of instruments to kind of focus along to, um, so I went with that, but again, no outro music, but to end it, thank you very much, <laughs> I've said this before, but thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening, as always, I guess we'll just stay tuned in the next broadcast, should be, I don't think I can do another one this week, uh, just because with uh, midterms and stuff like that, and I have work coming up here soon, too, um, but just, well, yeah, just next week, just keep an eye out for the next episode, as always, Godspeed, and have a good one.